Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whitaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. So good afternoon. My name is Rachel Whitaker, and I am the founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. Um, basically, what I do is anything that I possibly can to help beautypreneurs like yourself um, create really iconic, amazing brands um, to help you start them up and to help them to grow them. So my speciality is actually in um, logistics and supply chain. Um, so I can offer you loads of advice on that. My absolute passion is content marketing. And so I am full of advice on how to use your social media channels and things like that to grow your brand. And I have lots of friends who I bring in to do guest appearances on Indie Beauty TV um, who are experts across the whole beauty industry. Um, so Indie Beauty TV, there is an episode a week. It's normally always on a Thursday. I'll tell you about it in advance so that you can watch live if you can make it. Um, it's fab if you can join in live. So do keep your eyes open for the um, advertisements for it. Because if you can join in live, it's really cool. You can ask questions, you can give me your opinions, we can get a little bit of a debate going, and we really like that kind of thing uh, over here in the Indie Beauty Delivers community. So what are we talking about today? Well, there is only one thing we can talk about at this time of the year, and it's the trends that we are looking for in 2019. Um, I get very excited at this time of the year because I really enjoy taking some time out to research trends. I think it's a really important part of being a beautypreneur, being an entrepreneur in the beauty business. We can sometimes all get really focused in on our own jobs and what we're doing and our own brand and our own plans. And sometimes that can detach us from the wider picture. And I think sort of just taking a little bit of time to just look what's happening in the industry, not necessarily just in the natural and organic, but in the industry as a whole, as entrepreneurs, we need to be knowledgeable and we need to know where we sit in the grand scheme of things. We need to know what's happening around us. Um, and, you know, we need to be, you know, keep ourselves up to date and keep ourselves relevant. So I love this time of the year because it means we can do that. We have a real excuse to do that. We can focus in on the trends that are going to be big over the next sort of coming 12 months. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I'm going to tell you first off kind of the ones that I've picked out that are kind of my favorite trends. But also I was running a thread in my Facebook group, Indie Beauty Rocks, um, asking what your sort of up and coming favorite trends are. So I'm going to bring a few of those in as well. Um, so we're going to talk about the trends first. Um, and then I'm going to finish off by giving you a couple of top tips um, on places that you can look for trends and keep your eye on throughout the year to make sure that you stay up to date with trends. So if you are uh, watching live, then please do uh, obviously pop some comments in. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. If you're watching this on replay and catch up, still pop comments in below. Um, just tag me in and then I will come back to you and we can have a little discussion about what I'm talking about. Um, so that would be really, really cool. So let's start off by talking about what are these trends that are coming in this year, which are going to be super exciting. So number one trend for me, but also by 
a huge amount number one trend from you guys is the zero waste trend or the sustainability trend, uh, the environmental trend, however you want to phrase that or look at it. This for me and for you is absolutely the trend for this year. And actually, I'm going to kind of swap out my language here because I don't think this is a trend. Um, I've just read a Mintel report that's all about this and the way they described it was perfect. They described this as, no, it's not a trend. It's an earth shattering, groundbreaking, seismic change in the way this industry thinks. It is not a trend. It's an it's a movement and it's being led from the bottom up, which is a just for you know, a beautiful thing. It's our customers, it's us as consumers that are driving this change. Um, and that's a, a phenomenal, phenomenal sort of thing that's happening around us. I think it's going to be probably one of the biggest changes we will ever see in our own industry or have seen to this point. I mean, we are asking brands as consumers, we are asking brands to entirely change the way that they manufacture, display and send out their products. And from it, in particular from within inside the beauty industry, we know how much of an emphasis has been put on packaging in the past. We've had the unboxing experiences. We've had um, the need for uh, stunning gift packs to sit on the shelves of our supermarkets at Christmas, where there's loads of unnecessary packaging, but they look good and attract the eye. Um, we uh, you know, are being asked to put our products into cartons, which might not be, un might not be necessary, so that they look good on a retailer's shelves. I think we'll move him. <laughs> and um, so from an industry point of view, packaging has always been so important. Instagram, you know, the packaging and the way that your product sits and looks on Instagram has swamped us as an industry in the last couple of years. So from the beauty industry perspective, asking us to actually get rid of packaging, it's a big intake of breath a big intake of breath but what's lovely about it is that the movement is being driven by your consumers but it's also being driven by indie brands we're the ones who can do this we're the ones who are really flexible we're the ones who can bend the rules we're the ones that can step outside and do something different and think about things differently um, the bigger brands, the more established brands, the heritage brands, this is a huge challenge for them, an absolutely massive challenge. So I think as an indie brand, you have a little bit of a head start in this trend or movement. Um, and that's exciting. That's really, really exciting. So I think throughout 2019 and onwards into the future, we're going to see a lot more emphasis on um package-less products, so products that don't have any packaging at all. I think we're going to see a growth in um, refillable product. Um, I think we're going to see um, uh, a sort of a growth in the sort of shops that are selling, the zero-waste shops that are popping up on our high streets. Um, we're going to see uh, more to do with upcycling and recycling product. 
Um, and all of these things are going to become more and more important. Um, and you need to be doing this right now. This is exciting. This is one of those movements that we can really get in on. And uh, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit more detail in, the, uh, in a moment. Um, so my number one and your number one by far is this zero waste packaging, zero waste industry. Um, and it's definitely one that we should all be doing our bit about. So I know most of us are very personally, you know, activated and passionate about this. So that's my biggest and your biggest trends for the, the next year. And certainly, I think, looking quite long distance into the future. So following on from that, my second sort of biggest trend that, that I think is going to be the second biggest trend or, or a, a, big, a big trend. And actually, same as you, you guys have come back to me with the same, of it, same as this, is that following on from kind of zero waste, we can expect to see, I think, a really big growth in bar products. So over the last few weeks, we've seen quite a few articles in um, the national press talking about how the, as they put it, old fashioned soap bars are back in fashion again. And uh, for some of you, you'll be saying they never went out of fashion. Um, but there was that big move where we all moved away from the bar soap to the um, to the hand pump soap. You know, we all thought it was cleaner, etc., etc. Uh, now with the zero waste, we're all moving back away from those, and we are looking again at those bar products. So I think bar soaps are going to be big news this year. Um, so much so that even the luxury end of the market are getting sort of their skin in the game on this one. So I saw recently that Jo Malone and Chanel have both launched bar soap products. Um, so even the luxury end of the market where you kind of think that the packaging thing and it all becomes a bit more difficult, even they are getting in on this game. So bar soaps, I think we're also going to see, uh, and I'm looking forward to this, a real growth in bar shampoo and bar conditioner. Um, I know one of uh, the brand founders who's in my Rockstar Mentor group this year is just about to launch with um, these bar shampoo and conditioners. So that's super exciting because you are bang on trend. Um, and I really think we're going to see quite a, you know, a, a big sort of bounce out into the marketplace of these sorts of products. Um, so that's my next sort of trend that I think is up and coming. Okay, moving on from that, um, the, the third trend, which I think is going to be really big is personalized beauty. And I see this breaking down into three different, uh, three different sort of forms of personalized beauty. Uh, number one, I think DIY beauty is going to continue. This is a trend we've seen for the last few years. And I do think it's going to continue to kind of continue through 2019. I think we've got a seismic shift in the way consumers think at the moment, which is why this is the age of the indie brand. This is why it's so cool to be an indie brand now. Because our consumers and we as consumers are moving away from those bigger brands. We want to we want to buy from brands that we can relate to and that have uh, morals, ethics, missions that that work with charities that reflect our own sort of um, goodness and ideas of what you know, what where we want to be in life. 
So this is why indie brands are incredibly uh, important at the moment. But what's also coming out of that is, is that real movement towards wellness. There's a much more holistic approach to um, our consumers' lives, our own lives. We're consumers, aren't we? We're looking at life in a much more holistic way, from reducing our waste to being more relaxed, to eating more healthily, to doing more exercise. Um, there's this whole holistic approach, which is sort of caught up in, in this kind of booming of indie indie brands. And that's why DIY Beauty will continue, because DIY Beauty sits in that wellness. Uh, it sits in that kind of area of, of kind of growth at the moment where people want to grow stuff, make stuff, be creative, look after themselves, be healthy. They're aware of what they're putting on their, on their skin, inside their body. So DIY beauty, I think, is definitely one that's going to continue to grow. Um, and it's one that's really useful in your marketing, um, which is what I'm going to talk to you about in a second. The other one that I think uh, is going to start to come through, and it's going to be interesting to watch this one, um, is powdered products. So the sorts of products that consumers can activate themselves at home. So face masks are a really good um, uh, example of that. Um, so you can get sort of these dry powdered face masks and your customers activate them themselves with uh, olive oil, honey, water, whatever they want to use, depending on how their skin is feeling at that time and what kind of benefits and results they want to get. Um, so I think that's kind of connected to that DIY beauty. It's kind of being in control of your skincare and your health. So I think we'll see a real growth in those powdered um, products. Although there is a, a kind of a, a, a caveat on that. Um, and for those of you who love podcasts, please can I recommend that you go and subscribe to Clean Beauty Insiders podcast. Um, they're on their fifth episode now, and it's absolutely fabulous. It's great content presented really well. Um, what uh, Dom and Elsie are talking about in there is a combination of what's happening in the beauty world, but also what it's like to be a beautypreneur and an entrepreneur uh, and run a beauty business. So it's a fantastically useful podcast for all beautypreneurs. So, you know, go to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get it from. You're searching for Clean Beauty Insiders podcast. Get that. Slightly off piece there. But the reason I mentioned that is because I was listening to their podcast, which was all about, I think it's their episode three, which is all about what they were thinking the trends and the big things uh, for 2019 would be. They also talked about powdered products and they raised a really good point that um, powdered products really sit well in what's happening to uh, this holistic way of life that consumers are now sort of really embracing. But many consumers don't quite know how to personalise that what to mix it with, how to use it. So if you are looking at powdered products, there's an educational piece that needs to happen within your content marketing to make that product work. Um, and they speak, of course, from um, experience because they have their own uh, powdered mask as part of their Buy B range. And I'm just trying to think what it's called. I can't remember. Detox Dust. It's called Detox Dust. Um, so, you know, they're speaking from experience and they've noticed that if you've really got to put that educational piece with it. So, again, I'm going to come back to that in a second. 
the other kind of personalization that we're seeing coming in is, believe it or not, this one completely blows my mind. I can't quite get my head around it. Um, is 3D printable sheet masks. So they are those sheet masks that when you put them on, most of the time they kind of hang or weird on your face, don't they? They never fit because they're kind of like a one size fits all. And if you're like me with a tiny head, it definitely does not fit all. Um, so Neutrogena have come up with this mind boggling idea that, well, they've created it. It's not launched yet, but it's almost there. The ability to be able to print 3D uh, face sheets, which will absolutely be tailored to your face. And then they'll also be able to sort of tailor the actives on the mask to specific points on your face. Now that is just blowing my mind. I can't quite get my head around how that's gonna work. To top it all off, they're saying that they can do that at a kind of a high street price. This isn't gonna be an expensive piece of kit. It isn't gonna be an expensive uh, piece of um, uh, your, your product range. It's going to be high street price. So I think watch the space on that one because I'm not really sure how that's going to work, but I can't wait to give that a go if that is coming our way because I think that's really, really, truly, truly exciting. Uh, hi, Corin. It's lovely to see you. Um, the other trend, which I think, again, is it's already here, but I think we're going to see it continue. I don't think it's finished its lifespan yet, if you like, is the uh, CBD skincare. Um, and I think this is an... This is a really interesting one, um, simply because it seems to be a. There is an element of fadiness to it. I think that there are. That I think there are real benefits of CBD skincare, um, and there are some real brands that are real exponents of it. There is an element of fadiness to it, and there are quite a few brands who are kind of launching um, sort of little products with these in quite quickly um, and it's not part of their overall range or, or prior to CBD becoming big so I don't know how this is going to go I don't know how it's going to go but I think this one is pretty much like this the, the element uh, with the powdered products in that there has to be an element of education behind CBD skincare the links between CBD and um, cannabis um, aren't clear to, to many consumers um, or the differences I should say the links and the differences aren't always that clear and so there's a bit of confusion about how you can have CBD in skincare what does it do um, so I think uh, we're going to see this continue to develop but I think for it to really and truly work there's that educational piece that needs doing in content again to uh, make consumers aware of how it works, why it's different, what its benefits are, uh, those sorts of things. So they're the kind of four trends that I've picked up on that to me excite me the most, but also I think are going to be the most prevalent this year. And like I say, asking questions to you in the group, it's coming back that you're about the same. So that's zero waste. Uh, it's the return and launch of bar products. So return of soap bars and the launch of things like shampoo bars and conditioner bars. Um, Personalised beauty in the form of DIY beauty. Powdered products that can be customised to suit your consumers at any given time. Printed 3D masks. Oh my God, watch this space. And also CBD skincare. So there are some others. Ah, Corin, I knew you'd come in there. 
Corin is on and she's saying anti-pollution skincare. Yeah, this is an interesting one. That's really, really good. And Corin, your product sits, that is what your product does. Um, you know, it sits firmly within that niche. And I think with you, you've got that same kind of um, scenario as the CBD skincare in that there's an education that needs doing with consumers to help them understand exactly what an anti-pollution, uh, you know, skincare product does. You know, what is it protecting? How does it work? What's in it? What are the benefits of those things? Um, and it's really worth remembering, uh, guys, that when you are in a, a niche or a new trend or a growing trend, you know a lot about it. You spotted that coming up. Um, and so you know a lot about it, but what that means is that you can make assumptions about what your audience and your consumers know. Um, and the average Joe Blog skincare buyer um, doesn't know about anti-pollution skincare. They don't understand how you can have something to do with cannabis in their skincare. They don't know what they're supposed to do with a powdered mask uh, and why that you know how they use it and why it's a benefit why shouldn't they just go and buy one of those sort of you know uh, ones that you just put on your face out of a sachet um we because we're so passionate about what we do and we're so inside the industry uh, and we're so knowledgeable and, and experts in our field can sometimes forget that our average person doesn't understand it so that brings me really nicely onto the second point that i wanted to talk about was how valuable being knowledgeable about trends is. Um, because you can use those trends to really influence what you're putting in your content marketing. So by content marketing, I mean your social media, I mean your website blogs, I mean um, any Instagram stories you do, Instagram TV, YouTube, um, any of the, uh, your emails, uh, newsletters that you might send to your clients. Um, all of that's your sort of content marketing. It's the way that you are uh, communicating and developing a relationship with your followers. Um, and quite often people say to me, the guys that I mentor a lot are like, oh, I can't think of what I want to say. I can't think of anything else to say to, to people. I've sort of run out of things to say. So when you're working in, you know, with trends and you're working particularly with trends which are new and uh, things like that, that's your content, that's your education, that's how you can, um, you know, talk to your consumers. So go back to, you know, zero waste um, and, and the trend that zero waste. Most brands now are totally into this. It's really, really important. So talk about it a lot on your social media and in your content. Um, I saw something really lovely from um, the brand Casa Mencarelli the other day. Uh, uh, Lucia has a, a powder, in fact, she has a powdered mask as well. Um, and it comes in the most gorgeous glass bottle. Um, and she'd done a couple of posts all about uh, how you can upcycle that bottle and turn it into a beautiful vase. I saw something, um, uh, Karen, and I can't think of Karen's second name, Karen the perfumer. Everybody will know who I mean when I say that. I saw something she'd posted the other day about how um, perfume bottles can be turned into diffusers and you can buy the essential oils and the reeds and put them in and how what a beautiful idea that was. So when you go back to that kind of zero waste, that's great content. If you've got 
um, beautiful packaging that is glass and can be reused, start to post ideas about that, make suggestions. You could even start to try and get some user-generated content on that. And you could ask your followers to, to you know, put pictures of how they've recycled your product, your packaging, and tag you in on Instagram. And then you can start repurposing and reposting that kind of thing to show, get some momentum behind that sort of campaign. Um, you know, you can also talk about what, you're doing to reduce your waste and waste just isn't about packaging um you know that it, it's zero waste is to do with your supply chain in its entirety so you know what are your manufacturers doing um to reduce their uh, impact environmentally what are your logistics or warehouse people doing all of this stuff your consumers are interested in. They want to buy from brands that they completely trust and that are completely open and transparent. So it's a great sort of piece to be talking about and using those trends to talk to people, your consumers, about what they want to hear. This is relevant stuff. This is really relevant stuff and they want to hear that. When we think about bar products, it's very similar. Um, when shampoo bars and conditioner bars are launched there's going to be that element of i don't know how to use these and, and i know the first time i trialed them for, on behalf of a, of a brand um it's weird it's weird because you're used to putting something in your hand and then going like this and the lather comes up and you get this amazing smell and uh, you're used to how conditioner and shampoo feels in liquid form. When you use a bar form, it's very different. And if a consumer goes in with the expectation that they're going to get a load of lather, they're going to be very disappointed with that product. So, you know, there's a lot of education to be done there. And you can go down the angle of the uh, packaging, uh, the convenience for travel, um, and you can also do the educational piece around how you actually use those products and why they're better for you, what ingredients are in them, how they work. Um, so that's loads and loads of content and it's really on trend. So it's a really, really useful thing to because, again, people want to hear that they, they are actually interested. And as our job as content marketers, our job as the guys who are trying to sell our brands and get it in front of people is to talk to our followers about things that they are interested in. And these are the sorts of things that you can be talking to them about. Um, let me pick out another one. Uh, we talked about the powdered beauty, the powdered products, didn't we? So do the if you've got powdered products in your range or you're launching powdered products, talk to your customers about how to use them. Again, another really good example of this is um, uh, Casamen Corelli. If you go and have a look at her Instagram TV channel, um, she's got loads of videos on there showing you how you use that powdered mask and what you can mix that mask with, the wet stuff, as I call it, um, to get different benefits depending on how your skin feels so it's brilliant content you can make videos you can uh you know write blogs about it you can write guest blogs for people about it it's great great content that people will be very interested to hear about um, you can share your diy recipes why not Show that you're an expert, show that you know what you're doing, share something nice and simple with your followers, um, you know, share one a month or something, do recipe of the month and it will keep people coming back to you. And as they come back to you and get to know you, it will help them to get through that sort of journey that turns them from followers into like paying customers. 
So, you know, trends just aren't something that allows you to be knowledgeable about your industry and confident in your industry. They're also something that allows you to create wonderful content, varied content that your followers and people out there want to hear and want to read. So when you're talking about what's relevant and topical and on trend, people will hear you do that. Um, and you can make that more effective by using hashtags. So have a look at what the hashtags for particular trends and movements are and use those to try and reach out and grow your following and grow your tribe. Uh, I hope that makes sense to you all. <laughs> if you've got any questions on that, um, do pop them in the comments. So before I go, I wanted also just to give you two things which I think are mega useful. So staying on top of trends is blooming hard work, isn't it? Like I said, we have got so many jobs to do as solopreneurs. Um, the, the, almost the last thing that we think about doing is staying on top of trends. But there are a couple of really easy ways um, to do it, the quick and easy ways. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three. I'm going to give you three. First of all, um, go on the internet and Google pin sites on a regular basis. That's P-I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S, pin sites. Now, that's connected to, I'm sure you know, Pinterest. And what Pinterest do is they create, they create reports regularly which uh, provide um, insights into what people are searching for the most on Pinterest. And they break that down into areas, health and fitness, well-being, interiors, and of course, beauty. So at the beginning of this year, they, or I should say the end of last year, they did a report uh, saying what they thought were going to be the top beauty searchers on uh, Pinterest based on what they'd seen. So if you go and have a look at that Pinsights report, um, then you can have a look. It's listing things like uh, Growing Grey witch hazel, gloss lipstick, standout lip colour, liquid exfoliator, um, using uh, natural things to make your lashes long. Uh, so there's lots of things in there and you can pick up the hashtags that you need to use from there as well. So pin sites is an awesome, awesome, awesome tool uh, just to drop in and have a look at from time to time. Uh, the second one is Twitter. Anything that's topical is trending on Twitter. So, you know, you could go on Twitter every day and if you go on, uh, it, it will give you a list. Of, I don't, can't remember whether it's on the right hand side or the left hand side of the screen, but it will show you what's trending. Um, and so if something is in the news about soap bars or CBD skincare or something like that, you could see it trending there. Um, you can use this also to just create content about what's relevant uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so not necessarily about skincare. If you're trying to post about other things within the niche and the lifestyle niche that you work in, you might find those things trending on Twitter. And when you do see those things trending on Twitter, um, then you can take those hashtags and you can use those to try and read. You can create content that's relevant, that's being searched for right now and use the hashtag to try and get a bit of a further reach. Third, I should say, third thing that is awesome for staying on top of trends is events. Going to events, guys. I've been doing loads of work this week on uh, Instagram. 
um, telling you about all the events that I love to go to in the beauty calendar uh, each year and why I love to go to them. And one of the reasons I totally love to go to them is because they're always full of presentations, talks and workshops, which really go into depth about what's happening in our industry and what is going to be happening in our industry. So you get to kind of network, meet loads of people, but you also get to stay absolutely finger on the pulse with what's going on in uh, the industry and the trends that are coming along. So do make an effort to get out and go to some of these events. Events. Um, try and do one event per quarter and if you aren't sure what events are happening this year if you uh, I will post a link that's what I will do yes I will post a link below this episode in the comments to my indie beauty planner it's a free document you just click the link and download it and it's got all the major beauty events in there with their dates uh, so you can start to, you can you can download it and then ring the ones that you want to go to. Um, but that's a free document that I've pulled together for you. So go and, um, you know, go and get that. I'll put the link below. The other thing you might want to do is pop over to my Instagram grid um, because I've been talking all week about um, uh, what events I love the best and why I love them. So you'll be able to get a bit of an insight, although I only have a minute to talk on Instagram which you can imagine for me is quite difficult. Uh, so, but I give you a succinct uh, view of each of those events. So do go over and have a look at that as well. So if you are interested in um, delving a little bit deeper on the trends that I've mentioned today, you can also um, go to my website. In fact, I'll post the link below again, actually. Uh, I wrote a blog about this this week, which is sitting on my website and is available for you guys to read. Um, it's in it, it's actually got links to uh, the Pinsight report, it's got links to the Mintel report I mentioned right back at the beginning, it's got links to uh, Castleman Corrales amazing video all about how to use powdered masks, it's got a link to Awake Organics who are working with CBD and the blogs that they write to help educate their customers. So um, there's some really, I think it also links to the Jane Malone and the Chanel soap as well. So you can go there and have a good old look around um, and uh, and uh, build up a better idea of trends. And don't forget, I would love to hear what you think about these. It would be totally awesome. Um, so that's it. That is today's episode of Indie Beauty TV or this week's episode, I should say, of Indie Beauty TV. Um, now, I may have a guest for you next week. Um, I'm desperately trying to fit her in uh, because it's the beginning of the year. And I know that one of the things that a lot of us struggle with is how to organize and plan our social media content. Um, so I'm going to bring on an episode, uh, episode, an expert, Nikki McCaig. Um, and uh, I'm hopefully trying to get that organized for next week. So do keep your eyes open. I will let you know when that's coming up. It would be great to have you live on that. Um, so that we can um, take your questions live and you can pick Nikki's brains because she really is quite an expert at organising and scheduling um, and planning content. So that's going to be a really awesome one. So keep your eyes open for that. Okay, it's been amazing. I hope you're having an awesome week. Mwah. Loads of indie hugs and love to you. Bye. The Indie Beauty Delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network, learn and share. You're invited to join in on Facebook, Instagram, and sign up to Rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips. 
Visit IndieBeautyDelivers.com to sign up.